can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome to another bonus episode of Beauty IQ Uncensored. I am your host, Sadaf Razi. I'm a former fashion editor and stylist turned digital beauty and lifestyle writer. And once a month, you'll be hearing my voice to give Hannah and Joe's vocal cords a rest. Each month, I'll be interviewing an influential figure in the beauty industry. Maddie Edwards is a digital creator and beauty therapist from Melbourne. I highly recommend stalking her on Instagram. She's very openly shared her experience with adult acne and chronic eczema, which is so refreshing to see in a feed full of airbrushed and filtered images. Welcome to the podcast, Maddie. Thank you so much for having me. There's nothing I'd rather be doing. I'd love to start by talking to you about the kind of content that you share on your channels. You began sharing raw images of your skin at a time when it was really rare to see a blemish on our Instagram feeds. So what compelled you to sharing the realities of acne and eczema? Well, at the time I was a practicing beauty therapist. So I was working in salon and um, every day at work I had to put makeup on. Like I think that's the case for a lot of jobs in general. They want you to look presentable. Yeah. But especially in beauty, like you had to look good. <laughs> and actually the place that I was working, it was so annoying, but I didn't want to wear makeup all the time because I had this acne and the makeup never sat well. And I honestly thought that covering it up made it look a bit worse. So I was just like, I don't really want to wear makeup, but my boss like got me in trouble. She was <gasps> like, you can't, you can't go to work when your skin's like that. It's not what? like your skin is clear and looks nice. Like you have to try and make it look better. Oh my god! Yeah. And I was just like, That's oh my horrible. God. Yeah. And like, of course, because I was already going through that. Like, I already know I can see it in the mirror. Like, you know, I'm not feeling great. So to have that yeah. like said to me kind of made me feel <sighs> like, oh, God, yeah, like, I guess, like, I should be hiding it. So I did. I was hiding it for ages. Like, I wouldn't go out in public without oh. makeup on because I just felt like it didn't look, like, clean. And anyway, then I just got really, really tired of hiding because it made me not want to see my friends because I just wasn't looking the way that I wanted to look. And like, mm. even with the makeup, like if I did post on Instagram or anything, this was before I was a content creator or anything. I just like had a normal Instagram page. But if I did post a photo out with my friends, I would make sure that like I smoothed my skin out and stuff like that. Like I was editing photos. Yeah. And I was posting makeup photos, but I was like editing those as well so that my skin looked good because I was like, oh, no brands are going to like want to repost me if I have like a bumpy face. Ugh. But anyway, I just got totally tired of that because it made me not want to see my friends because I would look different to what I would on Instagram because I'd been editing my photos. Right. So I just felt really like I'd backed myself into a corner and I was just like, have to keep oh, up. Like, yeah. Let me, yeah, like let me get out of this corner. Yeah. And the best way that I could do that was to just, it felt like, like coming clean, I guess. Oh, I love that. So I just posted a photo of like what my skin looked like at that exact moment, which was like heavy cystic acne across both of my cheeks. And I was really nervous to do it, but I was definitely more freeing than like nerve wracking. As soon as I did it, I was like, whoa, that feels so good. I'm just like 
here I am. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. If you do, you do. And that was like... That's right. Yeah, I was kind of like, take it or leave it. And all of a sudden, I just didn't really care what other people thought. And it was so well received, which was like such a bonus. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, like I didn't really expect anyone to be like, ew, gross. But also, (laughs) they might be like my old boss. So you never know. Oh my gosh. She should not be anyone's boss in the future. (laughs) I know. And that's so nice. Like, I feel like you're one of the first creators who like, I guess, lifted the curtain on that, you know, to reveal like that whole airbrush thing. I was even guilty of that. And I didn't suffer from cystic acne, but, you know, like I didn't like my dark circles or whatever. So I'd like smooth that out on like Facetune. Mm-hmm. It's so funny because I remember chatting to my mum once and when I was going through that stage as well and I was smoothing her face and she just, as someone from a completely different generation, she was like, "What? what is that? That's so unnatural and weird. Why are you like doing this to my face? Like it's fine. And it's so nice and refreshing to yeah have someone to be brave enough to like lift that curtain and show their real skin and it's so nice it was well received and you know we just yeah we want to see real skin and texture and what products you're using and yeah just amazing good on you thank you unfortunately social media can bring on the negative stuff too which isn't great so is the unsolicited advice from strangers on the internet which, you know, everyone gets and it's so annoying. Yeah. Is that the hardest thing about sharing your skin journey, would you say? Um, I would say, yeah, because you show a side of vulnerability and people, it's like so natural that they want to help, you know, like mm. now that I've received so much unsolicited advice, I realize that it 99% of the time comes from a good place. Yeah. People are just trying to share their experiences and what worked for them. So, of course, it's really annoying because it's like, okay, just because I'm showing a photo of my skin, yeah, it doesn't mean that I'm asking for help. If I want help, I'll ask. Like, come on. And that's the annoying thing as well. Like, I'm actually comfortable in my skin. I'm, not, I'm actually not trying to fix it. I've got other things in my life that I care more about, you know. I'm just yeah. like, okay, I've got a bit of eczema. I've got a bit of acne. Like, at the moment, it's not as crazy as it used to be. So it's not that much of a problem. But, you know, like, I'll still go to, like, the other day I went to get my moles checked, just my yearly mole check. Thing. Good one. Very important. Yes. Everybody, <laughs> book it in if yes. you <laughs> And the lady there, she was just like, oh, you've got a lot of pimples. You should go on some antibiotics. And I was like, what the hell? Like I did not, I literally came here to do something. Good. I came for a skin yeah, check. <laughs> to check that I don't have cancer. You think, Moles, I'm, yeah. you think I'm worried about a few pimples on my skin? Pimples. <laughs> like, so yeah, I would say the unsolicited advice was hard at the start, but now I just say, I can't even. Yeah. I used to try and tell people it's that it's rude and, like, don't do that if people aren't asking, but now I can't be bothered. So I'm just like, thanks. I'm so glad that worked for you, X. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I guess in a way it's good that it's nothing too nasty and, you know, it is coming from, like, a, a good place of someone trying to help. And I know it, like, can still be triggering or whatever, but, yeah, at least you feel like, okay, well, in some weird way it's a bit of a community and they're trying to help me and they still support my skin journey. Yeah. I was actually talking to our podcast producer about eczema that she's currently suffering with, so she's, like, really keen to know how you manage it and everything. And I know it can be a pain to manage. You know, she has mentioned that as well. What have been your, like, go-to strategies, treatments or products for managing your eczema, would you say? 
Oh, eczema is so hard. In my opinion, eczema is harder to deal with than acne. Right. Because pimples are normal and now it's like they're almost cool. It's like, oh, you've got acne. Yeah, like, yeah. I've got that too. Yeah. Yeah. Texture skin, like, With eczema, it's so, there's just like not enough out there about it. I think like people are still thinking it's like contagious or they're just like, oh, what's that rash? Yeah. There's like this shameful aspect of it, in my opinion, as well. I mean, obviously everybody gets, you know, their skin conditions to a different degree. Like for me, when my eczema was at its worst, I couldn't move my joints. Like I couldn't straighten my limbs because it was so just tight and sore around my joints. Right. It was like physically debilitating. But then treatment-wise, there is some good stuff out there now. So, like, I was on steroid cream for my whole life and doctors, especially back then, didn't tell you that it's not great. I don't know if the listeners know that, like, cortisone cream is, like, not a good thing to be on for a long time. Like, it's okay for a quick fix, but your body – I actually don't know what happens to your body, but you can have full-on withdrawal symptoms from it when you stop so yeah I'd been using it for 25 years because I always had eczema but it was like pretty chill it was on and off then I was like oh like I was like 25 I think and I was like oh okay I probably like shouldn't be using this because it makes your skin thin like it thins your skin out and I don't know what other bad stuff it does but it's just not good so I was like okay cool I'll stop and then I got the most crazy withdrawal. It's called topical steroid withdrawal. Oh, you're kidding. TSW. And some people are like hospitalized from it. It's so bad. It's like the eczema just comes back with a vengeance and it's just so angry, red, like people's faces puff up. It's crazy. So I got that, but not as bad as what I've seen. Right. But I didn't know at the time that I was withdrawing. I didn't actually know what topical steroid withdrawal was. I just thought that my eczema had got bad because I wasn't using any cream. Yeah. So it made me look for other alternative treatments. And there's this thing called UVB treatment, which is basically like a controlled solarium, I guess, actually. You go in there and you start off at like, I think it's like eight seconds. Like it's like this stand-up solarium thing. It's eight seconds. Like you can't wear any sunscreen because otherwise it'll stop the UVB from actually. Yeah. I know it's so crazy because it's like (laughs) you learn all this stuff about, you know. Right. Because it's only for such a short amount of time. And I'm pretty sure you'll never go over like two minutes or something. Okay. They build you up very slowly. But that has like amazing results for some people. Yeah. Like for me, it didn't do much. But I also, it's a lot. You have to go every second day and into the clinic. Oh, that's good to know. If, yeah, any listeners suffer from eczema, like look into UVB. And then there's also like, there's this thing called Dupixin. I don't really know much about it, but I'm pretty sure it's like, I know it's a, an inject, you inject yourself every two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, okay. And I don't know how it works. Yeah. So that's another thing that you can look into. Wow. That's so much stuff out there that we didn't know. There is now. <laughs> it's really cool. There's getting to be more and more, yeah, like treatments and just knowledge. And well, it's so common. So many people experience eczema in their life. Yeah. And that's good to talk about it and tell people that it is common so they don't feel so isolated. So thank you for touching on that because you sharing your story, whether it's here or Instagram, yeah, it just makes people feel less isolated and alone. And yeah, there should be more info out there. But thank you for touching on that. I appreciate it. 
Of course. You actually have a beauty therapy background. Yeah. What made you want to go into the beauty industry? Well, I originally wanted to be a nurse. I left school and I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. So I was like working at a cafe. Yeah, like everyone. <laughs> I was working at a cafe and I was like, oh, I just like love being around people and I love helping people and yeah, I just love being with people. Like I love physical touch and just, you Aww. know, it's just yeah, that's what makes me happy and makes me feel fulfilled. So I wanted to be a nurse, but I had a phobia of like pus. I was like, no, I can't do it. Yes, pus. fair. I don't know why no, where yeah. it came from. Um, so I was like, no, nah, I probably like <laughs> won't be able to do it. Like, which was really sad. I was like, damn it. Yeah, there are probably worse things than pus. I know. As well. <laughs> yeah, that's so, so true. Be hard. Yeah. Nurses are amazing. Oh, they're just incredible people. Like nurses, like paramedics. I'm just like like real real heroes i'm forever amazed i always watch those shows on tv i'm like yeah i do too just (laughs) like crying yeah (laughs) oh they're just incredible people dedicating their lives to saving other people so that was like a good starting like jump off point you're like okay i want to be with people yeah what can i do if i yeah exactly i can't really stomach pus but what else can i do yeah even though there's a bit of pus in beauty therapy (laughs) as well which i didn't really realize until i started studying right but i was like ew like it's not like (laughs) pass in a pimple or something it's like uh, you have to do mani pedis and you have to learn about all of the like things that you can catch if you don't clean the yeah. tools properly like you can get all these disgusting uh, like oh things no. around your cuticles and I was like ew this is not what I signed up for honestly the day that I started beauty therapy I was like whoa this is uh, everything yay. that I want like I can't believe not everyone wants to be a beauty therapist yeah. like it's so fun how nice that you felt that way though like you're like okay this is where I'm meant to be like that's so hard for a lot of people immediately so it's so you landed on something that you actually were like yeah I'm meant to be oh you're so right yeah I'm very lucky that I found it so yeah I, and then I just got into like I started doing like Brazilian waxing because that was what I really liked the most because people were just It felt like such a nice thing that you could do with somebody sort of like they're feeling very vulnerable in that moment and you just you almost become friends and they come back every four weeks and it's just like this is yeah yeah I definitely loved that and I I miss that Uh, I honestly feel like yeah I told my old Brazilian waxer like my whole life story before I got onto laser oh but God. i was like yeah she just she know she's seen it's everything so sad and when they moved to laser you're like we're breaking up like i'll never see you again yeah no <laughs> i know but we come back for other things yeah that's true <laughs> Now, shifting gears a little bit, you're one of five girls and you said during lockdowns in Melbourne, I think you were all living under the same roof. Is that right? How do you, did you go about preventing beauty product theft when you all live together? Um, honestly, my sisters are not the ones I have to worry about. It's my boyfriend. No, <laughs> he steals everything. We love. Yes. Like, especially sunscreen and he'll open things and then not finish them and then he'll have like five sunscreens on the go I'm just like babe (laughs) my sisters believe it or not are actually not that beauty obsessed Uh and I'm like what the hell how are you like how am I your oldest sister yeah like I've not done my job right (laughs) so hey you got a boy to start wearing sunscreen like that's amazing (laughs) yeah and he will literally use like 
five times more than you're meant to as well. Yeah, I'm like, good. You are, it's kind of good, but I'm like, okay, I know I get sent a lot of free sunscreen, but we're actually going to have to start buying it at yeah. this rate. Like you need to calm down. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I love that story. It's like plot twist. It's actually my boyfriend stealing all my beauty products. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, we do share makeup a lot with yeah. like me and my sisters, yeah, that's okay. but they're not, they're not skincare junkies which is sad. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> even though I'm the older sister, I'm probably going to look better than you when I'm older. You guys are going to be wrinkly because you don't even wear sunscreen. Then you'll all come running yeah. to me for advice. It's <laughs> funny. So this is a question we ask in every episode. I know it's really hard to cull down to three, but if you had to, yeah, just at the moment, what are three beauty products you're loving? So there's this Westman Atelier, I think it's called, it's like a blush topper, but it's called a super loaded highlighter or something like that yeah and it is so nice just it's like shimmery you just put it over your blush or you can use it as a highlighter and it's just one of those products that I'm like oh my god yes like I I I want this buried with me yeah you know like I will be using this till the day I die totally and I love her I follow her on Instagram I love her little tips and tricks I don't I should is her name Gucci yes it is Gucci Westman yeah and she like she's worked with like a lot of celebrity clients like Cameron Diaz I'm gonna follow her yeah she's amazing yeah okay that's good to know and then Vita Glow Collagen. Like, I have that every day, the collagen powder. Nice. Like, I just live it, love it. It is so good. Any and particular flavor or just the normal? I actually just have the original because, I don't know, the flavored ones, I'm like, I can't put that in my coffee or something. It's going to make it yeah, taste weird. Yeah, good point. So I just have the original. And then let's say for skincare, it's Amperna. They have this soothing serum. It's like a probiotic so for my eczema that helps so much like oh so they sent me product and I just didn't try it for like two months because right sometimes it's really daunting you're like oh my god like yeah like I don't know sometimes it's honestly not that exciting either like when you get a product that you haven't really heard of you're just like oh whatever that can go like that sounds so bratty but you know what I mean if you don't know much about it you're a bit more apprehensive about exactly giving it a whirl yeah yeah some products are very hyped and you're like yeah I can't wait to get this on other products it's like oh I'll just put that in my drawer yeah 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 but when I tried this serum I actually was so annoyed at myself because I was like whoa I've never used something that has so quickly made my skin feel so calm and soothed and just oh, that's so nice. just what I wanted it to feel like rather than red hot like yeah. dry like it always does with eczema so I was like oh my god babe you got that two months ago like, <laughs> yeah, I like, did not put it on life. the day you got it's it like I'm in the corner like, yeah so that you missed out yeah. two months yeah <laughs> It's so nice that you found something yeah. that like worked in harmony with your skin. And I'm so yeah. happy. Um, you mentioned probiotic. I did a probiotic story like two years ago, yeah. and I found like one of my favorite products of all time through it. So I don't know if probiotic is something that maybe helps. Just I mean, obviously it helps with barrier support and yeah. everything. But have you tried the Aspect probiotic mask? No, is it yellow? No, it comes out like a cream. So I don't know if no, that would be if you're into heavy, but it. oh, it's literally like I love heavy. the best mask. It's so good under makeup as well. It just like, okay, oh, try it. Let me know how you like it. Oh my God, heaven. Yeah, I will. Yeah. I'll get some. Yeah, I love, I love Yeah, all that. I'm getting into it as well. I think like if you've got like an 
yeah impaired barrier exactly give it. that a go for it's sure. just a nice mask anyway yeah, let me know i will for sure all right last question is a non-beauty question who is your celebrity hall pass is your boyfriend listening so sorry <laughs> he doesn't care <laughs> okay cool great um wow okay i'm the first person that comes to my brain is yeah. john ham oh like from oh, no, i just watch love that. him oh. You didn't watch Mad Men? No, but it's, yeah, it's on the to-do list. Oh, you have to. Like, honestly, right, it's honestly kind of uncomfortable to watch now because <laughs> okay. everything was very backwards then. Yeah. But you can still appreciate it. And he is just so hot. And he's, he's like, ugly hot, you know? Like, yeah, even now yeah, he's, yeah. like, such, like, dad vibes and not, not daddy, <laughs> like, actual just dad vibes. But he's still, like ugly hot yeah. i'm like yes yeah. john get it okay i liked him in bridesmaids he was it was that. so funny <laughs> he's just yeah he's just a he's a handsome fella yeah he i think he's like he yeah. looks so big and tall as well like i don't know yeah. when you think man it's like yeah john ham john ham yeah <laughs> who's yours oh where do we start? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, who I've heard is currently on Bondi Beach. Well, I read that on Pedestrian on something that is on Bondi, and I was like, I must go back to Sydney immediately. Yeah. He's just coming out of the water looking like Aquaman. But I also loved him with Lisa Bernay, so I'm just like so sad. Oh, um, Idris Alba. Yes. Oh, my God. That's maybe my second. Another yeah. dad. Yeah. yeah. But also random rogue is who's that really hot guy? Um so far removed from the last two i've just mentioned but um oh. is it adrian Brody? but not adrian Brody like seth from the oc but the one that's like got that beautiful big nose he's like skinny and like yes with the long wait hair. we have the same time uh, what <laughs> i love this because he is also ugly hot like yes. he's not when i say ugly hot but I mean, not ugly like, not like he's typically. yeah not conventionally like a brad i love him no he's so sexy yeah. i think there's like one other guy that I'm like thinking yeah, of. Is. The guy who plays Loki, he's so ugly hot. Oh, I forgot no, who what his name oh, is. He's oh, yes. Like English. And he, that dancing video. Yes. I don't know. People fell in love with him after yeah, that dancing video. Love. Yeah, he has moves. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's our boy that. Anyway, we, we could, seeing that as we have the same type, we could probably yeah, keep <laughs> yeah. chatting. <laughs> I'll fight so you for funny. Jason on Bondi Beach. No, I'm kidding. Okay, you can okay. have it. You can have it. Thank you so much for chatting to us today, Maddie. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. And I really appreciate you, yeah, chatting about your skin journey. And thank you. Here's to like showing more real skin we yes. want to see, no matter what it looks like. Hell yeah. Yeah. Normal skin, baby. That's it. Thank you, lovely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone, for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated.